Welcome to Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the Doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his trusted assistant, Michael Pop, as they explore the intersection of faith, movies, and our contemporary context. Welcome back to Christ, Culture, and Cinema. How are you doing today, Michael? I am feeling wonderful, excited, loved Holy Week, uh, feel refreshed. You feel refreshed. I never feel refreshed after Holy Week. I feel as though <laughs> I feel as though I've gone through a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, you do a lot more of the work. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with the territory yes. of the title. Yeah, this week we're going to venture on into zombie land, which is kind of how I feel on those days following Easter uh, as a pastor in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, uh, going through all those extra services and the like. Uh, But it's not the zombie land of the movie that I'm living in, and I'm kind of grateful for that. It's a little crazy out there. It's a little crazy out there. You know, September 25, 2009, director Ruben Fleischer brought to the screen what people initially thought was going to be a horror movie. And, uh, you know, it cost $23.6 million to make, and people kind of anticipated a horror movie. What they didn't anticipate was that this was also going to be a brilliantly written comedy laced and kind of captured in a horror movie centered around zombies that has everything to do with life and travel and family. Nobody saw this coming. Well, anytime Woody Harrelson's in it, I mean, outside of Natural Born Killers, I mean, he brings comedy to any show. He sure does. Yeah, he's great. And let's let's take a look at the cast for a moment. You know, the, the characters all go by city names because you, you don't want to know... No names. It's too personal. No too names. Personal. That's a... That's a Tallahassee uh, line in it. It's two person. That, uh, that's uh, scene two eight from the movie clips, the limber up. Yeah, that's where you see Woody Harrelson say no names. No when, name. When when Columbus tries to tell him his name, no names. So let's look at the characters. There's Tallahassee, who's played by Woody Harrelson. We know Woody Harrelson most for his uh, role in the television sitcom Cheers. Wonderful. But that launched a tremendous movie career for Woody Harrelson. He's been in White Man Can't Jump, uh, Natural Born Killers, which you uh, uh, made reference to. How about more recently, Solo, the Star Wars Wars uh, standalone movie on Han Solo? I think he steals a movie in uh, Friends with Benefits with Mm -hmm. Justin Timberlake. He plays this weird gay character, but he's hilarious every scene he's in. And what about the uh, the two movies he just did, uh, the uh, the magic movies with the magicians? Oh, uh, now you see, uh, yeah, now you see now me. Now you see me. Yeah. Oh, he's incredible in that. Oh, he's yeah, tremendous, and, and then he plays himself as a twin brother. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> it's really good. He does do well with that. Yes, Wichita, played by Emma Stone, a really good actress. Her role in La La Land, and we're going to have to do La La Land. We'll have to add that to the list. That is a, I love that movie. It is an old time musical, and she is just spot on tremendous in that. And of course, Easy A, she was in the movie Easy A. How about Columbus, who's the kind of the main character of the whole movie? It's it's really the narrator. Yeah, it's through his lenses, his life, his experience. And 
we know Jesse Eisenberg, who's played this role, uh, really burst on the scene in the movie Social Network about Zuckerberg and the, you know, the formative days of Facebook. Facebook star. Uh, yeah. He's he's so good in that movie because you want to punch him in the face. <laughs> right? He's such, that makes he's for a, good actor, such right? a jerk in that movie. And you go, wow, he's a really good actor. But he's also in Batman versus Superman, The Dawn of Justice, and he plays Lex Luthor. I didn't see that coming. No. It, I don't think he's a good Lex he's, Luthor. No, no, no Gene Hackman. No. But now you see me. He is incredible in that with Woody. With Woody mm-hmm. Harrelson. Now you see, that's so true. And then the fourth uh, fourth part of La Familia here is Little Rock, played by Abigail Breslin, who really steals the show in the movie Little Miss Sunshine. Yep. And just and, a, a brilliant child actor. Yeah, way back in 2002, Signs mm, with Mel Gibson. That's yeah, true. Excellent. She was really good. So that those are the main cast, but we would be remiss on Christ Culture and Cinema if we didn't mention Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Who my plays my Cubs fan? Who plays Bill Murray? He plays Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> he is as as Tallahassee says, we're going straight to the top of the A listers <laughs> when they go to Bill Murray's he house in Bill Hollywood. Murray. Yes, and uh, spoiler alert: when he dies in this one, yeah, he's still in the sequel. Oh yeah, he's incredible. He's he, just he's so still he's yeah. still he's, the sequel. He is Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. So go Cubs. When you look at this movie, it is you know Zombie Land has occurred, a zombie apocalypse, and there are only uh, you know handfuls of people who have not been infected, uh, who have become zombies, and the zombies are mindless, bloodthirsty, uh, you know, cannibalistic creatures. So there's your horror portion of the movie. And, and and there's a lot of great ways to get into this movie. If you've not watched it, you go to YouTube. Um, really, the opening scene is called uh, Zombieland opening scene. It's the first four and a half minutes of the movie. It really gives you a good clue and what's coming about how it's happened, what is going on. And you get the first four rules. Yeah. Jesse Eisenberg's character, Columbus, in order to survive in Zombieland, has created a a body of rules, a, a kind of a corpus of rules that he follows, not unlike the children of Israel and the Ten Commandments. <laughs> if you, you keep rules. these commandments, things will go well with you in the land, so to speak. Well, he has no less than 33 rules. There are 32 official ones, but one has been added as the 33rd, 33rd being Swiss Army Knife. Swiss Army Knife. But some of them are just really funny. Hilarious. His first rule, cardio. Because in his words, you have to be able to outrun fatty. That's that's, uh, <laughs> that's I just what it's what he says. It's such a great <laughs> it's line. Great line. Yeah, yeah I got to outrun the fatty. Uh, when you take out a zombie, uh, double tap. Double tap. Uh, because to if you head. shoot them once in the head, you want to make sure they're really gone. It's not to be stingy with the bullets in that case. That's that's, that's right. what he says. And ironically, the sequel to this movie is called Double Tap. Double Tap. Yeah. Uh, beware of bathrooms. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's yeah a, you that's don't want to die on the commode. I, I think that's pretty good. Wear your seatbelt is rule number four, because even in Zombieland, safety matters. And, and again, that's a great scene. Uh, when he first meets Tallahassee, it's, uh, it's a scene on YouTube called Limber Up. 
And and right when they're finally in the car together, and he says to him, "Are you going to buckle up?" Yeah, are you going to buckle up? <laughs> it's a, it's a good line, isn't it? <laughs> oh, the look he gets! I thought what he was going to kick him out right there. Let's just, here's just a couple of his other ones. I'm not going to read them all, but I think some of these other ones are really good. Travel light. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be weighted down in Zombie Land. They take care of that with the girl. Oh, well, that's a sequel. That's, that's a sequel the thing sequel. with the girlfriend. That's yeah, right. Oops, she weighs them down. Number eight, get a kick butt partner. Yep, Tallahassee. That works. They both have them. When he looks at him and he when he has all these weapons and treasure troves, do you remember when they when they find the Hummer after the girls steal their car? After the girls steal the car and they're yes. walking in Zombie Land and they find a Hummer and he opens up the back seat and it's just loaded with weapons. Tallahassee's line: "Thank God for rednecks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of ammo. Uh, but maybe the most. Uh, known line in this uh, rule is number 17. Don't be a hero, which later on, they will change that particular yeah, rule. Uh, Don't forget rule 32. Rule Enjoy 32. Enjoy the little things. Enjoy the little things. There's a, a great, great one. scene there on YouTube called Enjoy the Little Things where uh, they start doing a little shopping and all of a sudden something gets broke. Mm-hmm. They kind of look around. Next thing you know, they're destroying the shop. Enjoy the little the things. Shop. Yeah. You know, and I when you get to that scene in the movie, I I've I know where that shop is. It's oh, yeah. uh as you're driving along Interstate Ten in uh western in uh eastern Arizona. Uh right there in New Mexico, eastern Arizona, there are these rest stops and they're run by the Indians on the reservation, the Native Americans on the reservation. And that's exactly what they look like. When you go right into there. them, it's exactly what it, it is. That's where that is. That's it's Arizona. It's interesting you say that. Most of this film was film. Uh, most of this film, most of this movie was filmed in Georgia. Yeah. Did you know where the theme park was? It's our very own Adventureland. Oh, really? Yeah, right up by Valdosta. That was, look they filmed that. the uh, theme park scene right there at Wild Adventures. If you go up to Wild Adventures, you might uh So Pacific Playland is really in Wild Georgia. Adventures, yes. Look at Valdosta. And, and just a couple other of the rules that he goes by. A little sunscreen never hurt anybody. <laughs> Rule 26. Here's a smart one. Number 28 in Zombieland. When trying to run from zombies, double knot your shoes. Double knot. That it's makes like a lot of sense. Double knot, right? So for for Columbus, he has this uh, set of rules by which he tries to live his life in the midst of Zombie Land, and he's trying to get back to Columbus to see his family. Along the way, he meets Tallahassee, and then they meet Little Rock and Wichita. Right. The problem is Little Rock and Wichita; they're a little skittish. They're very much about protecting themselves. Uh, preserving their lives, and they have a goal to get out to the West Coast because Wichita wants to take Little Rock to bring a little joy to her life to Pacific Playland, Mm -hmm. the big theme park. Now, I find that kind of interesting. I've often wondered about this. You know, if it's Zombieland, who's going to be operating the rides and all of that? But it's a movie, so we don't have to worry about any of that. It's like a vacation. It is. Yeah, somebody's going to run it, right? Yeah, somebody is going to ultimately push the button and run the rides for them. Now they're making their way. These four people come together, but like all families, they have struggles. They have trust issues, trust issues, Yes, different agendas. And it's interesting to see how this unfolds in the movie. Uh, consider Tallahassee. Uh, he talks about Buck and they all think Buck is a dog. 
But until they finally reach a point of trust and a, a point of mutual care, does Columbus figure out that Buck was Tallahassee's son mm. who succumbed to zombie land? So sometimes in family, even within the confines of family, trust is a very difficult thing to Definitely. achieve. Definitely. Uh, I, we, we don't see it as much. We see it certainly in these four characters, but uh, even watching The Walking Dead, you know, I really got into that. And it was that idea of safety in numbers, mm-hmm. wanting to help the person you see, but at what cost of trust? Can you trust them not to come in? And so there's a constant every time they met somebody. Yeah. And there they had developed the, the three questions. You know, mm-hmm. how many zombies have you killed? How many people have you killed? You know, what did you do? It And it's trying to figure out, can you trust? Yeah. And so it, it was interesting. I was surprised even Columbus and Tallahassee after Wichita and Little Rock stole their car and took off, how quickly they were to trust them again. Yeah. 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 When they finally reconnect mm-hmm. because Wichita and, uh, Wichita and Little Rock the car dies. Right. And now they're stuck. And along comes Tallahassee and Columbus. And the Hummer. And it's a setup. I mean, they're yeah. they're they're being set up by Wichita and Little Rock. And yet look at how quickly Columbus is willing to forgive and willing to uh receive them back. Well, he saw girls. Well, he is he is yeah. very attracted to Wichita. However, they still have to overcome the trust. I mean, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a lot of lovely people in the world who are crazy. Right. And uh, can do bad things to you. And yet, he sees through that. He sees kind of a genuine heart and authenticity. Right. And he himself is willing to break rules for her. Oh, I see where you're going with the theme park. Yeah. Breaking Rule 17. Breaking Rule 17. Don't be a hero. When he realizes Wichita and... Uh, Little Rock are stuck on the ride and all the zombies are down below and only he can rescue her because Woody has, uh, you know, Tallahassee has taken all the other zombies in another direction. He goes kamikaze. He kind of goes kamikaze on him. He sure does. And what stands between Tallahassee, I mean, between Columbus and Wichita? A lot of zombies. A lot of zombies, but particularly a the clown zombie. That's right. The clown, the clown zombie. zombie. But he is willing to break Rule 17 for the sake of love and family. Right. He is willing to do this to be the hero to rescue her. Now, when we stop and consider family for a moment, what are you willing to do for your family? What are you willing to risk, sacrifice, break? Uh, I come back to the children of Israel. You know, Moses the leader of God's people. They're out there in the wilderness. They're making their way to the Holy Land. It was a little frustrating. I mean, you've traveled with your family. (laughs) Do you get a little frustrated traveling with your family? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, imagine you're traveling with, oh, say, a million of your family. (laughs) A little bit. Uh, It could be exhausting and draining. Yeah, especially in the desert. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. No car. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, actually, uh, Bible class with the... uh, Eighth graders this week, we, we talked about, you think of everything the Israelites saw, mm-hmm. 10 plagues only affecting the Egyptians, not them, Yeah, walking out, the Red Sea splitting, walking through, you've and, and closing on the Egyptian soldiers, you've got the, the pillar of fire by night, the mm-hmm. cloud by day, 
water out of a rock, manna every morning. How quick do you give up when Moses goes up the mountain and, and you, you take off your necklace and earrings and say, hey, let's make a gold animal to eh, worship? I mean, took, ridiculous. You eh. just. But again, it's that idea of struggles, trials, family, right. getting on each other's nerves. I mean, see, you, you know, know, and I come back to the <clears throat> rules, the rules that that Columbus lives by mm-hmm. are rules to protect, rules to preserve rules, the family. Rules protect you? They don't hold you down? Oh, I would tell <laughs> you. I'm going to come back to some That's of his rules. That's a society thing we need to talk about, yes. You know, here's a good one. Ziploc. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a good one. You you don't know? forget check the back seat. I don't think you said that one earlier. There's don't, a great scene don't on YouTube. To check the back seat. Check the back seat. And... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is always a good one. Don't swing low. You know, because <laughs> the only way to eliminate a zombie is to, you know, mush, mush the head. So the point is the rules are in place to protect the family. And right. that's why he lives by these rules. God gives to us the rules that it may go well with us in the land. I mean, he gives yeah. us these rules, these Ten Commandments, for our protection, for our benefit, <laughs> for our preservation. I was, I was just listening to my wife and I on our barbering, you know, God saying, okay, I'm going to give you the commandments again, same ones you broke. So make a box. Let's make a nice box to keep them in so you don't screw this up again. You mm-hmm. know? There's the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> because what happened? They, they literally broke the rules the first time. You know? Oh, yeah. Not just breaking the rules, but uh, the ones that are written on. So, yeah, it's, it's certainly our human nature to uh, screw that up. And, and I come back to this notion of family. And, and this is really the... The journey that Tallahassee, Wichita, Columbus, and Little Rock are on, they become a family. Definitely. You know, Tallahassee is kind of the, the fatherly figure. Uh, Columbus and Wichita become kind of the, uh, you know, the, the in love, uh, sort of married as we move from zombie land to zombie land oh. double tap. Oh, no, that's where we have the breakup, too. Yeah, but they come back the together. They, they come back together. Spoil uh, And then Little Rock is kind of like the kid, mm-hmm. you know? And as they travel, these rules are in place to protect and preserve. They mutually depend upon one another, and when they go their separate ways, bad things happen. Right. And notice Tallahassee, with some convincing by Columbus, they go and seek them out. You know, when, when they're at Bill Murray's house and, of course, Wichita and Little Rock take off the Pacific Playland, it's then Columbus who says, I'm going to get him. But it, he needed purpose. Yeah. I mean, it goes back again. Having purpose, you know, he found out Columbus was empty. Mm-hmm. The, the town, the chances of his parents being there were almost none because it was emptied out. Right. You know, once he and Tallahassee all of a sudden have lost the purpose they originally set out for. Right. Why not? Yeah. What are you doing? Go, go, go. There's the girls. Let's go uh, get them. So. It's, we need to go. We need purpose. We, they needed purpose. And, and it was a good thing they came because yeah. if they didn't, they Wichita and Little Rock would have been gone. So they, they arrive at the right scene. Now, the one thing we haven't mentioned at all about this movie is sometimes life is a quest. You know, what is your quest in life? You know, for different people, it's different things. For me, I'm kind of a collector of golf courses. I, I you know, check off <laughs> right. trying to get on championship venues or the like, play really nice golf courses that are somewhat exclusive. I find ways to get on and, and play. So it's kind of a quest, check off the box. 
you know, I know for you, you and your wife, Duke basketball is a big deal. You know, we like we like going to sporting events, no question. You know, we checking like off basketball. checking off these big events for Tallahassee, which is a side story in this, but I think it's an important one to mention. In Zombie Land, where everything is no longer being made, there's no more production and the like. His quest is for the golden cake with cream filling, the Twinkie. The Twinkie, yes. He is on the, the quest for the Twinkie. And it's such a little thing. It, it really ties into that rule, enjoy the little things 32. It's That's a, a little thing, but it's so big to him. The, the scene is called Nut Up or Shut Up. Yes. That's where he's going after the Twinkie. It's a great scene on YouTube. I love when they find the hostess truck on the side of the road turned over and he goes in, snowballs, snowballs. Yeah. snowballs. I hate snowballs. <laughs> Coconut. I don't it's, like the texture. Well, even even the uh, even the shopping scene, you know, uh, where they do that, you know, he's having to go into the supermarket where there's danger. Why? Yeah. Search for the Twinkie. It's the search for the Twinkie. Yeah. It really is. And I think sometimes life takes us down those paths where we are on these quests you know uh, movies like that resonate with us we haven't done any of the indiana jones movies no, they're but so they're good. always on a quest you know it's an interesting way to look at it look at your life what are the things you are on a quest for mm-hmm. uh, absolutely and and let's translate over into the into the spiritual world what are the spiritual things that you are on a quest for it maybe you're on a quest for forgiveness maybe you're on a quest for enlightenment maybe you're on a quest for greater knowledge but we should always be in this position of searching seeking you know longing and questing for and i think tallahassee's character in a very simple way with the twinkie reminds us of this you know the apostle paul was on a quest to do what to bring the gospel of jesus to people he was certainly on a quest moses was on a quest to do what bring the children of israel to the promised land that's right yeah so as we as we wrap up zombie land uh, i would encourage you go to youtube take a look at some of the clips even if you're not a horror movie aficionado this is really a comedy meets horror movie meets sweet story all wound together this got all sorts of praises from movie critics. I mean, this movie was a total shock. And I would encourage you, the the sequel, which came 10 years later. Yeah. 10 years later is equally good, if not better. Because it takes this theme and shows more stresses and strains within a family system, introduces some new characters Definitely. to this gave a compare and contrast of societal uh, setups uh, of this one commune out there in the uh, the wilderness and the like and, and their their interaction with it. Well, a lot of times when they push these sequels too, I mean, this one was a sequel 10 years later, 10 years later in the movie. I mean, yeah. all the characters are 10, Ten years, years older, older. Because they are. I mean, yeah. it really sets it up nice. It, it was well done. Yeah, it was incredibly well done. I, every so often you find a surprising movie and you go, really? Pastor, you watch Zombieland? I love Zombieland. You're Land. the one that told me to watch it. Oh. I had no idea. I totally missed it. This is one of my top 10 all-time yeah. movies right In here. In fact, it was when the sequel was coming out. I had never seen the first one. And you're like, oh, it's so good. I and made. It was. I watched it. I made my wife watch Zombieland with me, and she is not a horror movie person at all. And, in yeah, preparation... In preparation, 
to take her to the movie opening night of Zombieland Double Tap. I was there. <laughs> it's very rare that I will go to a yeah. movie for a sequel or on opening night. This one I did. And did she go with you? To she did, and she liked it. She liked it. I think there's just a lot of rich spiritual, societal, familial themes that you can draw out of this, and it's so well acted, so well written, so well done. I think you'll enjoy this one. I really do. Which leads us to the question of the day. You know, when you look at a movie like Zombieland, this is a makeshift family. They are four individuals that come together that form a family. And then they go on this kind of emotional, spiritual, and call it what it is, destinational journey together. So I would ask you to consider today, who is your family, in quotes, that you have gone on an emotional, spiritual, or life journey with? If if you had to traverse uh, the wilds of zombie land, who is in your vehicle with you? Uh, why do you consider them your family and why would you not go on the journey unless they were a part of it? I think that's a great question for you to kind of consider as you look at your own life and look at a horror meets comedy movie uh, about family. Next time, we will be visiting a movie that has been made no less than four times now. Some say five. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy. We are going to go to the movies and watch A Star is Born. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies. Thank you for joining us for Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the Doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his assistant, Michael Pop. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies. Thank you.